Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone. My name is Jack the Jobber, B.A. I'm joined by Ross Tweddle, B.A. <laughs> Smelly man. <laughs> and Andrew Hodkinson. B.A. as well. Pleased to be here. Ah, yes. Oh, God. It's time <laughs> for nine wonderful pitches for Survivor Series War Games, which is on Saturday, of course. Um, are we excited for the show? Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I always like, like it. no, sorry, well, sorry. I always like the war games matches. Uh, I think last year's Survivor Series was only like three hours long as well. Oh, was it? it can't go wrong with a three-hour pay-per-view. I would you? love it. I would love it. Well, mm. so we're sat here. There's five matches on the card. Two of which are mm. war games, which will be an hour each. You would assume. Yeah, yeah. You'd and think then, so. Oh, it'd be a nice card. Yeah, yeah it be I like right. the Randy Orton pick as well. Mm. Mm. In many ways, can't it? It's lad? Sir can. In many sir ways. Can. Well, sure it, can. it was subtle. I don't know if it's actually going to be right now. He's an apex predator. Um, Manu! If you've never seen this series before, um, we've all come to the table with three pitches each. We're going to go around it circularly. Um, Ross, then Andrew, then myself. Three times we'll be left with nine wonderful pitches for Survivor Series War Games 2023. But it's not what we think's going to happen. It's It's what what we want to happen. Go on then, Ross. Uh, the men's Survivor Series match is happening at this point and because we normally get the entrances first. I've butchered the first line of me thing. Now. I was trying to do a funny thing where I was like, the men's Survivor Series match now and we're getting to the entrances because normally that's the first thing that happens as part of a match, isn't it? Stop oh, it, Ross. No. I'm focusing on the babyface team here because that's what my pitch is about. Of course, because he's going to be at the front of the army squad of army men coming out in their cute little army outfits. Cody Rhodes decides that he's the first inside the War Games cage meaning that Rollins, Sammy, Jay, and an apex predator are in the holding cage at the top of the ramp since Jay lost the advantage match on Monday Night Raw. It all makes sense so far. The entrances start from each team, and on the babyface side, Seth goes in first, then Sammy, but then just as Jiminy JJJ Uso goes to go into the War Games cage, Labosh, Randy Orton thwacks him in the bollocks using his shin. Randy Orton then thwacks him in the temple with the laces of his boot this time if we're still allowed to do that kind of conduct in the WWE. I don't know if we are. Did the punch get banned? I, I think he got banned, didn't it? It's Randy, though. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back like Timberlake brings sexy back. Mm. Ah. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> oh, dear. Randy then handcuffs an unconscious Jay Uso to the cage at the top of the ramp as Cody is climbing the ropes going like, why? Why are you, what are you doing, man? Why? 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 Why, why Randy, <laughs> says Cody. 
I've written down here. Randy goes, May 20th. 2022 in like you know when <laughs> yeah yeah Bret Hart was doing that sort of stuff yeah but it doesn't quite work does it so he he, he makes it clear he says May the 20th 2022 very in the year so everyone knows what he's on about where on about there which is, of course was the date of Randy's last match in the Dury when he was beaten by the Usos mm-hmm. for the tag team titles alongside a certain Riddler uh, Randy laughs and walks away and Cody as he's on the ropes is pulled down and nailed with a shoot reckoning from Damian Priest and he is eliminated Randy mm-hmm. Orton. Is it elimination? It's, it's just not pain, elimination. He loses the match. Oh. Ah. I didn't write these late last night. Orton is now a heel, which is the way I like my Randy Orton's, and Cody can now stop spinning his wheels and get into a good feud on his way to finishing a story, maybe not the story, but a story after the WrestleMania. So it's a short and sweet one, but a Randy Orton heel turn off the bat, I think, would send everyone cock a hoop. Now, I think Bubba Ray Dudley also thinks that he thinks that Randy should be Cody's final obstacle before he gets another match against Roman Reigns. And I think I agree. Two mm. great minds of the business there, myself and Bubba Ray. It's a, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's a, um, <laughs> did Joel just sigh behind the camera? I thought, I heard, oh, right. I thought I had like a, <sighs> um, uh, so yeah, um, I, I think I agree. It's obviously a kind of, it doesn't ruin the match, but it's kind of anticlimactic. But I think it serves a greater purpose later on. So I'm yeah. going to give it a yes. I'm going to give it a yes as well. Oh, uh, I've done one. It might be a bit more convoluted, but we'll get there. I'll do that one <laughs> first. But uh, I like it because, as as Jack said, it serves a greater purpose. I would prefer to see him in the match proper uh, and maybe give us a little bit of a tease. The tea. Oh, no, he's a good boy now. But then the thing comes. Um, but other than that, no, I really like it. I, and he's better. He's be- well, I say he's better as a heel. He's good now as he is, just enjoying himself, mm. which is why everybody sort of like gets on board with him and starts cheering him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I reckon maybe they still would if he's still being a bit of a dickhead. We'll know if it's going to happen if he's dressed like an army man. Yes. Mm. Do, you, do we get... Whilst you were saying that, do we get the baby... Wait, no, that wouldn't work, would it? I was going to say the baby face team can be like Chip Hazards. And then the 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 heel team can be the Gorgonites. That's unbelievable. But that's, you switch that around on its head there. I can't, I, well, I can't remember the names of any of the Gorgonites. Remember Archer, the Archer, leader. Archer. Emissary of the Gorgonites. Um, um, that's about it. <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah. He's the only one that matters. Alan. The Alan. <laughs> the kid was called Alan. Yeah. yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah. The kid was called Alan. Mm. Alan, stop playing with your toy. What was what was was it Kirsten Dunst? It was. She yeah. was the, in it, like the love interest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was Mrs. Alan. Mrs. Alan. Yeah. How old were they? They were teenagers. Okay, yeah. fair we're enough. In a okay. Shop. Uh, right then. Should I go to my first yeah, please one then? Do. Eh? All right. <laughs> um, so we're going to the pre-show of Survivor Series, and we get two backstage segments involving the men's war games teams. First, we get an awkward exchange between Jay and Randy with the main event Uso asking Orton if they're good. Things are different now, and whilst Jay can't change what happened in the past, he can do right by Orton now. Orton clenches his jaw, shakes Jay's hand, but pulls him in, gives him a kiss. No, he says, yeah, we're good. We're all right. Yeah, dafty. And then goes for a kiss. The second segment sees the Judgment Day in a state of disarray at the announcement of Orton on the babyface side. But Rhea steps in to say this could be good, given the history of Jey Uso and Randall, not to mention the Apex Predator's rocky relationship with pretty much everyone else on the team, too. 
Drew McIntyre, however, isn't too sure. But Priest alludes to the fact that he might have been in contact with Orton. We, he tweeted, right? When Orton was announced, Priest tweeted and said uh, to Randy Orton and was like, hey, you should pick up your phone, right? He said that on Monday evening. Once a snake, always a snake after all, eh? The segment ends with Balor getting in the face of Priest and simply just saying, you better be right about this because it's all on you, leader. Mm, alluding to the stuff from before. Oh, right, right. I when he leader, said he was the leader of leader. the judgment. Not that yeah, one. Yeah, right, right. Not that kind of leader. Uh, so we get to the War Games match itself. All 10 men are in the ring, but with the majority of them wiped out on the canvas, we get to a moment that sees Orton and Jay standing face-to-face -face with Drew and Priest. As both sides walk slowly towards one another, uh, Sorry, Drew tries to barter with Orton, the bloodline having wronged them both in huge ways. Orton side-eyes a concerned Jey Uso and looks back towards Priest, who is now just grinning ear-to-ear -ear and nodding his head. Orton swiftly shifts his position and stands directly in front of Jay, stares him dead in the eyes, and hits an RKO. On Drew McIntyre! Whoa! Randy, Randy. Damien, aghast at what just occurred in front of him, looks at Orton, who is licking his chops and laughing in pure delight. He might even be doing that star jump thing that he did, yeah. you know, where he touches his tippy toes. Uh, Jay can't believe what just went down either. He jumps in and capitalizes, stunning Damien and lifting lifting him up, sorry, to hit the 1D slash Cody, but with Orton being the one to dish out the cutter slash RKO, one, two, three, the baby faces pick up the win. With Judgment Day sprawled across the mat, the baby faces celebrate, all holding up one another's arms. Orton holds out his hand proper to Jay with the Uso accepting. He hugs the Apex Predator, allowing the 14-time world champion to raise his arm in shared victory. Until he gets hit no. with an RKO. My goodness no. gracious me. And Orton, oh, I'm a slithery snake. He just slithers <laughs> out of the ring. Cody and Sammy exit the cage and chase after Orton as Rollins checks on Jay, helping him out of the ring as refs gather on the outside to collect Uso and guide him to the back. But as Rollins himself goes to exit the ring, Rhea Bloody Ripley hops over the barricade with the money in the bank briefcase in hand and boots the cage door into the head of Rollins, sending the world champion stumbling back into Judgment Day infested waters. As she screams at Priest to regain some semblance of awareness, Rhea catches the attention of Damien and slides the briefcase towards him before closing the cage door and padlocking it shut. Damien sees that this is the most perfect opportunity and takes it. He clobbers Seth with the briefcase, cashes it in, and with his Judgment Day members surrounding him, Priest sets up for the south of heaven on a stirring Rollins. He wraps his hand around his throat, but as he does so, Drew connects with a claymore that completely lays out Priest. Now with JD McDonald, Google me, Dom and Bala looking on, McIntyre stares daggers through them all as he drags Seth's lifeless body over Damien. One, two, three. Drew McIntyre costs Priest his money in the bank contract as the show goes off the air. But why? Because, because... Damien, now I have to think back now, right? Damien was like, I've got this. I spoke to Orton, you know? He alluded to the fact he'd spoken to Orton and things were all worked out. It was all good. Drew was going to be able to get his hands on uh, Jey Uso and everything as well. But that didn't happen. Everything crumbled apart. Damien saying he's the leader of the Judgment right. Day and everything kind of just falling apart around him. His Judgment Day members don't help him when uh, Drew Claymore's him in the face. They kind of just like stand there like, mm, well, we're kind of out on this one, pal. Right then. There's a lot of moving parts. It's, it's a clock. Gears. 
<laughs> but I think it's a yes from me. Thank you. Um, I like all the different, all the shifting. The status quo has been upended. Whoa! What's going on? Um, and I think that I'm presuming that Priest so at some point then becomes a phase. Yeah, because obviously he's still got the tag team championships with Finn. Oh, and aren't they defending them? They're defending them against Street, Street Peas, Profits. Oh. So I think maybe Damien, uh, sorry, like maybe Finn kind of just like, cost them the belts, yeah. which would be silly, yeah. but you I think know. that's on the, the show before Survivor Series, isn't it? <coughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, bums. <laughs> maybe, um, Pretend it's after. Maybe um, maybe Priest needs to find a new tag team mm. partner. That was Bad Bunny's thing. That was ah, great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a yes, it's a yes from me. Yeah, thank you. Thank I'll you. give it a yes as well. Thank you very much. Delightful. Uh, my <laughs> first pitch is Gunter versus Miz for the IC title. Ooh. Gunter is dominant from early on, but Miz grabs a roll-up with a handful of tights. The referee doesn't see this, but Gunter kicks out at two. More of the same, Gunter's in complete control, but Miz then sneaks a pinfall attempt with his feet on the ropes. Again, Gunter kicks out at two and barks at the referee to pay attention. Later on, Miz grabs the referee and does the old like back heel low blow so the ref can't see it. Um, into a roll-up. Again, it's only a near fall. Once Gunter recovers, he's now furious and really lays in some punishing blows on the Miz. He tries to boot his head off, but Miz pulls the referee in the way and he gets cleaned out. Miz grabs Gunter from behind and hits the skull-crushing finale, but there's no ref. He goes to the outside and gets the icy title, comes back in and nails Gunter in the head. He shakes the referee awake, who slowly counts one, two. Gunter kicks out at the oh, last second. God. Miz is shocked, but composes himself. With the referee still recovering on the canvas, he measures Gunter for another shot with the belt, but is met with a big boot as he charges in, knocking the belt into his face. Uh, Gunter grabs the title and clocks Miz out of sheer fury, then snatches him up and hits a huge powerbomb. By this point, the ref has wobbled back to his feet with the help of the ropes and turns around to see Gunter making the pinfall. One, two, three. After the match, though, Gunter doesn't stick around to celebrate. He storms to the bat, clearly furious. On the next episode of Raw, he explains that he didn't want to win that way. The mat is sacred, and this is a real sport, but, the path but a pathetic challenger like The Miz pushed him to act out of character. He wants an immediate rematch with The Miz to right these wrongs. They have a match later that night, and Miz resumes his cheating ways. This time, Gunter is so angry, he actually gets himself DQ'd, hitting Miz with a chair in plain view of the referee. The Miz milks this for the next couple of weeks, saying he beat Gunter, and therefore should be the rightful IC champion. This gets so under Gunter's skin that he wants another rematch against The Miz. But by this point, all the other people in the IC title picture are getting quite annoyed. Like, you just want more shots against, you want more matches with The Miz? What about us? People like Bronson Reed, Tommaso Ciampa, and maybe even hopefully Chad Gable. Mm. Uh, all complaining to Pierce for the next few weeks. Finally, Pierce has enough and books a championship scramble mm. match. Gunter, Miz, Reed, Ciampa. And Kaiser and Vinci. Ooh. Ooh. That's the end of the pitch, but I reckon Gunter should still retain. In that yes. Match. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. I'm quite excited to see this Gunter and Miz match, you know? Mm -hmm. I think Miz has really been pulling it out of the bag recently. I think he's... I don't want to say stepped up his game because he's always been... He's always been good and consistent, but I feel like he's he's gone that step further this year. I feel like he's been given the green light mm. to be a bit more showy. I and think I, Gunnar, I like pulled, Gunnar pulled his pants down on Raw that was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little yeah. Mike Mizzard. Oh, where he started bullying him. Little but creep he also, from high school. But he also slagged off all wrestling fans. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. He got bullied for being a wrestling he's fan. He's a good yeah. heel. Nice one, mate. Fantastic. Uh, yes from me as well. Thank you. As long as The Miz doesn't win. The Miz doesn't yeah, win. Yeah, uh, that's do. all right then. Can't do it. Nah. Can't happen. Won't happen. Please don't happen. I don't think it will. No. 
The show kicks off. Michael Cole says, welcome to Survivor Series. And immediately in the midst of the crowd shots they do while everyone's going, well, hey, look at our signs. Shinsuke Nakamura in his gear, carrying his gear bag in one hand. He's just walking off the street, a lead pipe in the other for security. It's seen walking through the crowd towards the ring. Michael Cole is like, wah, wah, wee, wah. Shin doesn't have a match scheduled on this card. What the hell's he doing? Shin gets in the ring and makes it known that he's not going to go from the ring until he arrives. Who's he? I've got no idea. Shin starts screaming at the Tron, come on, come on. I know you're here. He's pacing around. He's going Akapot, as we say up here in Newcastle upon time, which means he's going radio rental. Raw general manager and Shinsuke Nakamura's boss, Adam Pearce, and his goons appear and try to get Shinsuke Nakamura out of the ring as he's interrupting the show, but they all get battered by the lead pipe and Shin's shins <laughs> apart from pierce himself who is now drinking at ringside because that's what he needs he says it almost every week at this point then all of a sudden returning wwe superstar aj styles what are you doing here he walks out and a big brawl ensues but a big pull apart brawl uh, it was styles that nakamura was talking about was it given their past and all that it makes complete sense doesn't it at this point, SmackDown general manager Nick Aldis appears at the top of the ramp and says, Shinsuke, Alan, calm down. Look in my eyes. What do you see? I see a fan of the, uh, a sea of the WWE Universe. Welcome to Survivor Series. This is the one night of the year where the superstars of affiliated factions in WWE go head to head. Oh, and Shinsuke, the bloke you've been talking about is here, and I can reveal I've signed him to SmackDown, but he's agreed to some interpromotion emotional warfare right now the following contest is one fall he drops his microphone does nick aldis nakamura is seen salivating inside the ring styles by this point has been escorted to the back he's not the guy shinsuke has been talking about one by one the members of kill switch engage walk out <laughs> but i don't even know what they look like and i assume enough of the watching people inside the arena don't know what they look like either therefore they'll be as confused as everyone else watching around the world unless you are a big fan of kill switch engage i'd recognize howard howard <laughs> yeah, howard yeah, and howard. the guitarist as well he's a bit With andrew hodkinson yes. yes. yeah, yeah, yeah i think he is a well they're not going to be in the arena so it's still <laughs> Hello. Uh, with the bad in position, they start playing a shoot performance of This Fire Burns. Oh, wow. And I can't work out what to do. I'm going to give you two different options because I'm a, I'm a cop-out. I'm a dirty slag. Either CM Punk walks out and he's back in the WWE and it's all going to be fantastic. His match against Nakamura. I guess if you go back 10 years, that would have been the dream match of wrestling, wouldn't it, back Ooh, then? Oh, it would have been tasty. Or, and this is the part where you like to see the world burn, Grayson Waller walks out. <gasps> <laughs> oh. I couldn't work out which one, but I want to appease the comments. Oh, um, <laughs> ooh, it would it would transform. It would elevate his stock massively. Yeah. Everyone would hate him. Um, I think I'm all right with either. Yeah, do you know what? I actually kind of maybe want they both the walk out one. hand in hand. <laughs> the Grayson one would be so good because it'd get everybody so mad. I think it's a yes either way. Go on then. Yeah, it's a yes from me either. Thank you. Either way as well. That's very, very good. I enjoyed that a lot. You've got two yeses. Yes, boys. Right. I'm doing mine now. Is this the big bad booty daddy of the pitch? This was video? the first one that I'd written, but I thought my second one was better, but I don't know. 
it, similar in in tone. Okay. Um, so we're heading over to this coming Friday's SmackDown, where LA Knight is looking to continue his extermination of the Bloodline, and that is precisely what we get as a match between LA Knight and the Bloodline's enforcer Solo Zakoa is set for the evening. However, before said match takes place, backstage Nick Aldis pulls LA Knight aside to let the megastar know that. Granted, what happened last week following Knight's win against Jimmy was out of line. Cody's involvement was not authorized. Therefore, Knight better either have one of two things. Eyes in the back of his head or allies on the SmackDown roster. Because Cody, along with anyone else from Raw, are banned from entering the arena tonight. Get yourselves gone. Knight goes on to have his match against Solo, and thanks to interference from Jimmy, Solo picks up the win with a Samoan spike. Post-match, the <coughs> two-on-one beatdown ensues once again, with Solo directing traffic as he tells Jimmy to hold Knight in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com place signaling for the spike ready to put knight away as he had done with cena at crown jewel solo raises the thumb and with the camera angle tightly packed in closely on the faces of the three men in the ring ready to capture knight's demise solo he does that scream ah! <laughs> until <coughs> boom Excuse me. it's all right you okay yeah, yeah. are you sure yeah, yeah? <coughs> just the water <laughs> until boom a steel chair connects with the spine of Jimmy Uso Solo lets go of the grasp of Knight as he quickly exits the ring and up the rampway with Paul Heyman the phenomenal AJ Styles doth return to the blue brand mm. and as he stares daggers towards the retreating bloodline members LA Knight returns to his feet extends his hand out to Styles and expresses gratitude towards the phenomenal one coming to his aid AJ looks Knight up and down and after a moment of hesitation he shakes the megastar's hand before exiting the ring Later in the evening, hoping to secure himself a rematch against Sokoa for next week, Knight enters Aldis's office. Before Knight can say a word, though, Nick cuts him off and says he's already spoken to, to Styles about the proposition, and it's already been approved. 
confused and I asked Nick what he's on about. Well, since you found yourself an ally in AJ Styles and you're both justifiably vying for revenge, Styles had an idea. The megastar LA Knight and the phenomenal AJ Styles versus the Bloodline Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso tomorrow night at Survivor Series. The segment ends as Nick, uh, as, uh, sorry, the segment ends and as um, leaving Nick's office before the night bumps into the OC, who asked the megastar if he knows where Styles is, as they've been looking everywhere for him. Styles didn't even tell his bezzy mates he was returning. Oh. It's a chin scratcher, I tell me. So we cut to Survivor Series and the tag match itself. We finally got there, everybody. The synergy between Knight and Styles. Oh, it's magical, I've said. As all their frustrations and goals have funneled towards beating the bloodline, they've all aligned. It's ready to go. In fact, they're dominant in the beginning, utilizing quick tags and performing double-team maneuvers. We are lapping it up, my friends. The tide turns, however, when after connecting with a Styles clash on Sokoa and attempting to secure the pinfall, Jimmy quickly tries to break it up with Knight following suit to ward him off. A super kick tonight, though, sends the megastar tumbling on top of Styles and Sokoa, inadvertently breaking up the pin as Knight falls to the outside, allowing Sokoa and Jimmy to put the prolonged beat down on AJ Styles. But Styles rallies a spirited comeback. He fights off both men, and after stirring to his feet and getting back into position, LA Knight is waiting on the apron, arm outstretched and waiting for the hot tag from AJ. Jimmy tags in solo, and AJ just manages to hit the fingertips of Knight as the crowd in the Allstate Arena go wild. Woo! Knight also fights off both men. He tosses Jimmy to the outside. He hits Solo with a scoop slam and gets ready for that elbow. L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. He balances off the ropes and darts towards Sokoa before he's stricken by a phenomenal forearm out of nowhere. You bloody what? Are you mental? Styles stands there for a moment, stoic, looking down at Knight strewn across the canvas. Jimmy on the outside can't believe what he's seeing. Neither can Solo or Paul Heyman. AJ stares at Solo, the enforcer gathering himself in the corner as Styles slowly exits the ring and walks up the ramp. Solo lifts a lifeless Knight to his feet and hits the spike. One, two, three. After the match, the beatdown continues. Styles standing atop the ramp, watching on with a smile on his face as Solo and Jimmy tear into the megastar, placing him on the announcement desk and splashing him straight through it. Whoa. Oh, I do like it. Yeah. Elliot Knight goes to AJ Styles and then beats Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Yes. It all writes itself. Oh, yes, baby. I think I like it as well. Yeah. I think it's a yes from me because I think I prefer heel AJ. Yeah, me too. And I guess... Now, mm, you can do both, but... Yeah. Um, I, my reasoning was like... Or my thinking was at least, you know, where, where LA Knight is now, and understandably it was over before this whole thing anyway, but him obviously being put into the position that AJ Styles should have been in mm. uh, originally. AJ Styles is just a little bit jelly of everything. That's a yes from so, me as well. thank you. My second pitch is also uh, Bloodline related. Oh. Roman Reigns isn't going to be at Survivor Series, as we know, which is a travesty, let me tell you. <sighs> He's on the go-home show uh, SmackDown this week just to basically laugh at the fans who wanted to see him wrestle this weekend. But he gets interrupted by L.A. Knight. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> who says, it's good to... I've tried to write an L.A. Knight promo, and I just can't. <laughs> who says, it's good to see you, you big coward. Is that what he says? Like you big dummy. Dummy, yeah. yeah they... Probably says some cooler stuff than that as well. I don't know. He says, everybody knows he deserved to win at Crown Jewel and he should be the rightful undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Roman is doing that squinty look he does. You know, like his... Yeah. <laughs> what? You're dafty. 
Knight says, if you're so confident, why not give me a rematch tomorrow night at Survivor Series War Games? Roman laughs. LA Knight charges the ring, but he gets beaten down by Roman, Solo, and Jimmy. Solo, Samoan spikes Knight and lays him on the announce table. It's very similar to... It is very similar. Jimmy goes up top. Before he can jump, Nick Aldis rushes out and says, hey, don't you do it. Because as it so happens, I agree with LA Knight. What kind of champion doesn't defend his title at a major show like Survivor Series? So we're going to have a number one contenders match tonight with, before he can even say it, Roman gives Jimmy the signal and he splashes Knight through the announce table. Aldis is furious. Roman gets on the mic, barely even acknowledging Nick Aldis, and says, Ellie Knight thinks he should be the rightful champion. Well, here's a history lesson. The story of this business is full of people who should have been champion, who should have gotten another shot, but they fell short because of champions like me. Aldis says, well, this Saturday at Survivor Series, maybe I should call in a favor from somebody that I know quite well. And maybe they're one of the people who should have gotten another chance to be champion in the past. Roman's confused. Aldous also says, by the way, you are contractually now obliged to be in the building tomorrow night, and guess what? Jimmy, Solo, and Heyman are all banned. Roman tries to shrug it off, but we see he's a little bit, a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. I think maybe LA Knight's hurt by the splash as well, so it's not, it's not, it's not going to be LA Knight. At Survivor Series, Roman comes down to the ring alone. He cuts a promo wondering who his challenger could be. Who does he know that almost became champion but never quite managed it? Sami Zayn? Oh no, he's in a match tonight. Cody Rhodes? He's in the same match. Maybe someone from before he was the champion. And he starts getting silly now. He says, Shelton Benjamin, Mr. Kennedy, Ricky Steamboat, Roddy Piper, Ivan Koloff, Blackjack Mulligan. At this point, the crowd, I don't know if Blackjack Mulligan people think he should have been champion. Ivan Koloff. Uh, At this point, <laughs> the crowd starts to get excited because we can't see watching from home, but someone's clearly gotten in the ring, but the camera hasn't panned across. You know, when everyone's like, whoa! Yeah. Who is it? We don't know. But that person raises a mic and says... I need to turn the page. And says, I'm afraid I've got some bad... (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Big ball hammer to the back of Roman's head. It's bloody Wade Barrett from commentary. Not Coventry, from commentary. commentary. He takes off his suit. He's all ready to go. He's got the elbow pads on and everything. Roman ultimately does win, but I just thought it'd be a nice moment. Oh, yeah. I don't know if him and Nick Aldis actually are friends, but they're both English. Yeah, they probably, so in, all they probably encountered each friends. other. They probably came up together. They were yeah. the NWA, weren't they, together? Ah, uh, yeah. More good. recently? That'll do. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a yes from me. Yes. Oh, it's a yes from oh, me. Really? Well. Oh, really? Oh, genuinely. Yeah. Horny Wade would not be able to keep his boner in his little <laughs> No, 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 no. He takes off his big cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I like it. That, that, that was really good. That went down better than I thought. I don't it's think. Uh, yeah, it's subverted expectations. <laughs> mm. He's still in shape as well. Like you follow him on the oh, gram, God, and he's still yeah. pumping he? all the eye and eye. Ooh. I watch Preston North End on a Saturday while lifting weights. That's mm. basically what his Instagram is. Fair enough. <laughs> Seems like a good life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh um, dear. Ross, your last pitch. Please. I've gone three serious this time, everybody. So this is a serious pitch. The Miz walks down the ring for his Intercontinental Championship match with Gunter. Gunter then begins his entrance, but because Gunter is a really boring professional wrestler compared to this sports entertainer juggernaut we call the Miz, Miz literally lays down on the mat and pretends to fall asleep because he's a babyface now. And <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? Seeing this, Gunter sprints towards the ring, coat still on, and delivers a shoot baseball slide drop kick right into Miz's sleepy face. He also pummels the wholesome baby face for good measure. The referee and other assorted personnel at ringside break up the pair as Samantha Irvin gets ready to deliver her ring introductions. Then, after that, the match starts. Shoot running drop kick from Gunter, powerbomb, splash, 
pinfall attempt. One, two, buckle my shoe. Gunter drags the Miz's arm up oh. before the three count. Uh, hello. Before the three counts, Gunter then starts doing press-ups and Hindu squats around the Miz because, remember, he's a boring one-note professional wrestler and the Miz is a sports entertainer. Gunter wrestles rings around the Miz and ultimately ends up winning with a plumb. A plomb, yeah, with a plomb, not a, yeah, a plomb. Uh, because while the Miz is fantastic, I don't want to see him wrestle on the same le- level as Gunter because that's just not what he is. Mm. There's levels to this game, and I think Gunter is at a higher level of the wrestlings, mm. even though Miz is fantastic. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, following the match, Gunter gets in the mic and starts cutting a scathing promo on the Miz and his abilities in the squared circle because he is a heel. And because we're in Chicago and everyone from there was really cool and edgy, the crowd start laughing along with everything that Gunter is saying because it's really cool and funny. I need more competition, says Gunter. Brock Lesnar's music hits. Out comes the beast. He heads down to the ring. Oh. Brock says, hiya, I'm competition. <laughs> so, <Hiya>. much co- <laughs> uh, so much competition. I'm going to propose that we have a non-title match at the Royal Rumble so you can get a little bit of practice in. Oh. Then I'll come and take that in the cut little title off you at WrestleMania. Gunter says, yes, thank you, and he walks off. End of pitch. Ooh, what was oh. the point? Of the, what's the non-title match about then? Just because he's like competition, get the reps in, bit of a taste shoot fighting, yeah, mm. sparring, but it's a wrestling match. It doesn't quite convert. No, no, I get it. Oh, oh it's another yes from me. Yes. It's all yeses so far. Sure Ended is. my pitcher's career on a high. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, stop <laughs> it, stop boy. It. Stop it. Silly. Uh, silly. I like that a lot. Cheers. And uh, I I would want to see more than just two matches. Uh, sorry, one match between yeah, the two. That's as what well. I was thinking as yeah. well. Because you, yeah, nah, maybe I, even if Brock wins the non-title match, if Gunter then beats him, it makes yeah. it even more like, oh, he's that's done. it. That's yeah. it. Tasty, tasty treats. That was delightful. It's like a <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream. Is that what it's called? Well, three, 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 three things. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It's like a Neapolitan. <laughs> Bloody oh, yeah. good. Right, I'm going for my my final one. Is but it's very simple. It's a Nick Bockwinkle glory. It's a not. Oh yes, glory. Right. This is what we should do when this place folds. Just open a wrestling themed. Is it a ice cream? Oh, yeah, is, it a, is it a Roman raisin? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one as well. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, I can't sexual think... chocolate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> It's a battle royale that I've proposed. Wait, have you stolen my thing? It's not as fun as Jack's wacky ones, unfortunately. (laughs) So I apologize in advance, right? Uh, But I would like to propose a battle royale between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw superstars for a mid-card title shot. Not only to obviously give stakes to the fact that we're having a battle royal, but also to advance a few storylines at the same time as well. Uh, and for a few examples here, I've got Butcher and Ridge the Fridge had a bit of a miscommunication recently that could continue in this match. Perhaps we even see a slight reformation of British Strong Style, again, with Tyler Bay in the mix on the NXT side of things, just to push the divide a little bit further, maybe, between the two. Mm. Tease what could be coming in the future. Uh, Chad Gable and Shinsuke Nakamura could also prolong their tete-a-tete with Gable eliminating Shinsuke from the match, mainly because I actually really enjoyed the match this week on Raw, and I will I like more, thank you. Yeah. You could have DIY in there, get Vinci and Kaiser involved on the outside to scupper their chances, etc., etc. But ultimately, in the end, I'd like it to come down to three people Gable from Raw, Trick Willie from NXT, and Dragon Lee from SmackDown, Ooh. with Dragon Lee getting the shot at challenging Logan Paul for the there United States. There was another name there that I would rather have seen. Oh, who would you have rather Whoop. seen? But Trick Willie. Whoop. <coughs> Whoop that tray. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, but Trick <coughs> can do it anyway. <coughs> 
It was going so well until oh, Dragon League. Sugar lumps. I want it. When I'll I, change. When no. I'm seeing, no, when I'm seeing Logan Paul defend that title, I want to be fully with the baby face, and I'm not fully with Dragon oh, League. Oh, what? I just, was thinking. Just personal preference. I was thinking it'd be like the thing, the th like a really valiant effort from Dragon League before he is recruited into Ray side of the LWO kind of thing. I don't care about the LWO. Oh, my God. The Logan World Order. Hey, there you go. Andrew, yeah, no. take this L. It's oh. a no from her. Sorry. If it was Trick Willy, <coughs> then we're giving it a yes. He was so close. I was You're so close. close. Trick Willy does it without a battle royale, though. You've ruined this whole video, because we're on all yeses and then, oh. Jesus. Oh, oh my God, what's happened? The water bottle's gone flying. I don't know water bottle over. It's fine. There's no water coming it's out. Only it's only pictures. Okay. <laughs> my last pitch is, uh, so on SmackDown, there's yet another skirmish involving the two men's war games teams. Not just Cody getting involved this time, but Jay, Sammy, and Seth as well. Maybe not Orton, maybe we save him for the for the pay-per-view. Anyway, Aldis is furious backstage and tells the babyface team to get off his show. Adam Pearce shows up, and he's at it by this stage, simply saying, or oh, what? Whoa. Oh, it's okay. I'll move these out of the way. They have an argument back and forth, eventually leading to a challenge being thrown out by Aldis for a traditional Raw versus SmackDown 5-on-5, five five, well, Survivor Series match. Pierce says, fine, 5-on-5 five five or 4-on-4. Four four. Aldis says, 5-on-5. Five five. Pierce says, fine. I'll make some calls and I'll get five superstars together. Aldous says, oh, you'll only need four. Pierce is confused. <laughs> Aldous says, you'll only need to find four superstars and I'll only need to find four because two of the competitors are going to be Nick Aldous and Adam Pierce. unless you're scared. And Adam Pierce is like, right, right then. Showtime, Pierce comes out with his team. All he's been able to find are Woods, Kingston, Gable, and Otis, because he's been involved in their segments recently mm -hmm. over the past few weeks. They're all incredibly excited to be teaming with their boss. You can just imagine them all dancing away. Yeah. Maybe Tazawa's at ringside doing his, ooh, don't <laughs> do it to them, Akira. Um, Pierce looks less than thrilled. Aldous comes out and announces his team one by one, saying he might have called in a few favors and made a few last-minute deals. Bobby Lashley, Omos, Brock Lesnar, and Hiroki. Jesus Christ. And Hiroki Sumi from the <laughs> What? You don't remember Hiroki Sumi? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's favorite wrestler. The, we leave him until after the Lesnar pop, then we get the Hiroki Sumi. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sumi. They have the match, and Aldous's team are obviously on top, but the babyface team have put in a resilient, if exhausting, performance. It's three on two. Aldous, Lesnar, and Lashley. I don't know how Otis, uh, sorry, Omos or Hiroki Sumi got eliminated, but they did. Yeah. Uh, Aldis, Lesnar, and Lashley versus Kofi Kingston and Adam Pearce. Kofi does that thing from the old Survivor Series where he rolls up Lashley for three, catches an onrushing Lesnar with the Trouble in Paradise for a shock double elimination. Because <gasps> Lesnar squashed him and he never got yeah. his revenge. And no, then... that would be nice. Lesnar's furious, drags Kofi to the outside, total like Undertaker on Maven when he... In fact, he F5s him through the announce table and Kofi is unfortunately counted out of the match as Lesnar storms to the back. Officials fleeing in his wake, I've said. Uh, Aldous is annoyed, but still looks confident as he realizes that this match is one-on-one, -on -one, himself versus Adam Pearce. Um, Pearce absolutely destroys Nick Aldous, <laughs> ties him in knots, massive lariats, really vicious stuff. Aldous is bleeding, ring post stuff, apron spot. Adam Pearce wins the match and finally gets out all that stress that's been building up for the past few weeks. Come on, scrap die. Yeah, I, I watched an old Adam Pearce match to remember what some of his moves were because I wasn't yeah. too familiar. Um... But I think he he was wrestling a little bit cowardly in the match I watched. Oh, really? But he did a few lariats, and they mm. were good. So I think he'll throw a few lariats. Um, the match I watched was him versus um, Eli Dre. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Paul Bearer was managing 
Yeah, I remember that. Do you? Oh, yeah, I, I saw it recently. It and was I weird. never knew that that no. was a thing. LA Knight had, was clean shaven. It looked yeah. weird. And at one point, Bearer gets hit off the apron. But like... <laughs> he doesn't go for the bump. He like kind of falls and then ah. onto the apron, sits down on it, falls to the floor and lands on his feet. And nice. it's just like... So, yeah. uh, but that was my pitch anyway. Oh, I like it. Okay. It's it was a silly, fun, isn't it? Silly, I like it. I think it is silly. I think people like Piers. And... But it's silly that you can get Lesnar and Omos and oh, Hiroki yeah. Sumi. Yeah. And... The Kofi well. bit's the silly bit. Oh, oh, oh wow. Wow. A double elimination. Yeah. yeah. Puffed. <laughs> Who did you do on? Was it Punk and Orton? I think it was. I think Punk was the first one, and then he, and then Orton was the. I can't remember to be honest. Do you remember it though? Like the so Kofi's like the last one on his team, mm. and he there's two heels against him. I think he rolls up Punk for three, but it's like long hair. It's like before. Oh, was, okay. And then Orton comes in and just immediately gets hit with the Trouble in Paradise, oh, and Kofi wins. And that's then I, cool. I think it was in the midst maybe of the Orton the stupid feud. Maybe. Oh. Don't know. Oh. Maybe. Maybe it was before then. Do you remember it, Joel? No, I really don't. Have I made it up? Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's a dream. It was a long time ago. It's a dream. Oh, yeah, wow. I want to say like 2009. Nine, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just. I'm not going to Google it. People will know it. if people will know if mm. it's yeah. Anyway, those were nine pitches for Survivor Series War Games. We have a full schedule for all of you. Are you doing your predictions and reactions? Yes, predictions will be out on the channel on Thursday, and then we will have the live reactions myself and Adam Pacitti over at YouTube.com forward slash Cultaholic forward slash Live on Saturday night. Wonderful. Uh, Ross, you doing WTF? Moment? Yes, I'll be live on Sunday daytime after what happened at, and probably a news video has gone live as well from yeah. the, sh the fallout from the show. What happened after the show? All the stuff, all the stuff's going on. Um, so do enjoy. Please leave your pictures as well and your opinions on our pictures in the comments section down below. I've been Jack. This has been Ross. This has been Andrew, and we'll see you. The oh, and life's a pitch, and, <gasps> and then, then you die. die. <laughs> 